Hello and welcome to Joel Johnson's Money Wisdom. I'm John Stillman alongside Joel Johnson, Certified Financial Planner and the CEO of Johnson Brunetti, the official wealth management partner of the Yukon Huskies. He's the author of Forced to Retire, The Money Map, and The Wealthy Think Differently. We'll be talking about one of those books, Forced to Retire, in just a couple of minutes. He's the host of Better Money on WFSB Channel 3 on Saturday and Sunday morning with Kara Sundland in the Hartford area and on WCBV in Boston. Saturday at 7 a.m. is where you can catch Better Money with Joel in the Boston area. He's husband to Wendy, father to Brandon, Michael, Joel, and Noah. And uh, Joel, always a pleasure to talk with you. Lots going on in the news as always. Two news items we wanted to touch on today, both in the F category, Florence and Facebook. What do you have for us? Florence and Facebook. Well, let's talk about Florence first. Uh, as always, unfortunately, really, anytime there's a natural disaster like Hurricane Florence, there are a whole lot of bad actors uh, that come in and take advantage of people. I don't, I don't know how else to say it. They just take advantage of people. They, they jack prices up, which obviously is price gouging. And even though, of course, there are laws against that, you know, I can imagine when somebody needs something and need it right away, they can't really claim that you know, hey, it's against the law to do that. They, they just need to pay for that particular item they need because it's a matter sometimes of life and death and sometimes it's a matter of just getting back into your own house. So um, it's really unfortunate. And uh, for those folks that are down there, we certainly hope that um, that they're being treated fairly. But we know that that some of them are not because there are opportunistic, um, shifty, shady criminals that are basically taking advantage of that situation. You know, think about that, folks. When that happens up here, and I don't mean necessarily Hurricane Florence, but some other type of uh, natural disaster, it might be a snowstorm that knocks power out for a week. Um, it could be um, those mini tornadoes that we had uh, come through Springfield and Worcester a little while back, a few years back. Um, those can cause a lot of problems, and it's just too bad. You have to really watch out, especially if you have elderly parents. You know, make sure that you're watching out for them so they don't t- get taken advantage of by, again, opportunistic crooks that uh, seem to, oh, I don't know, seem to be attracted to other people's tragedy. Let's talk about Facebook for a minute. So Facebook, I remember a few years back, I was having a conversation with my uh, now 19-year-old. He was probably at the time 17 back then. And, you know, I was talking about how I'm on Facebook and mom's on Facebook and the grandparents are on Facebook and everything else. And, and he, he goes, said, yeah. and that's why I'm leaving it. He, he said, well, he had already left. And he <laughs> said, yeah, you guys took Facebook away from us. Um, talking about our, you know, his, his friends that were in high school. That's their attitude, that we took Facebook away from them. You know, which is why now they're doing Instagram and, and Twitter and so on and so forth. So, but I tell you, all of our clients want to track their grandkids or their children on Facebook and watch what's going on in their lives. It's been a wonderful tool for, for grandparents to stay in touch. However, there has been a data breach. 50 million profiles uh, have been stolen from Facebook. So if you use Facebook to log on to other accounts, I don't know if you know this or not, but you can log into different applications on your computer, uh, or excuse me, on your mobile device using your Facebook login uh, and on your computer also. Be careful of that because if you're using Facebook to log into any sites that may have your social security number or other personal information, you may have been breached. So uh, the news is yet to come out on the total 
depth of the breach, how big it is. But uh, just be careful of that. And it just goes to show we've always got to be careful with our personal data. Using a service like LifeLock or some other type of service where uh, you know if somebody is trying to open up credit cards in your name and so on is, is very, very important. So just a little opening to the show there, talking about Florence and talking about Facebook and some of the things that are in the news and will continue to be in the news. You know, Facebook and Google will continue to be in the news going forward and probably Amazon also because of the immense power that those companies have over everyday life in the U.S. today. Well, Joe, one of the things we wanted to talk about today is people who are being forced into retirement. You wrote a book within the last few years. I don't even remember now when it came out, but the book is called Forced to Retire, and it addresses this group of folks very specifically. Uh, Could I twist your arm into giving away a few copies of that book here? Well, absolutely. I I would love to give those away to any of our listeners that are either facing an early retirement offer, um, whether it's an offer or maybe you're being forced out of a job. Maybe you recently were forced out of a job or you know somebody that is being offered an early retirement package. And the book, Forced to Retire, it's a real simple read. It's about a 45-minute read, but it will tell you the seven things that you need to figure out to make sure that you're on proper financial fitting for the rest of your life. So when you're forced to retire, when there's that early retirement offer or even you're forced out early, you want to get a copy of this book, Forced to Retire. If you want that, you're one of our listeners, just call right now, 800-705-1232. That's 800-705-1232. Get your copy of my book, Forced to Retire, the seven things that you need to do right now, that you need to decide right now to make sure you're on good financial footing in your early retirement. 1-800-705-1232. And John, we're going to talk about the things that people have to decide, the, the dilemma that they have when they're forced out of a job. Yeah, let's talk about some of those things. And again, if you'd like to call to get a copy of the book, 800-705-1232. That's 800-705-1232. One of the things, if, if you're in that situation where you're being forced into retiring earlier than you planned, or at least being presented with the option to go that route, uh, whether it's you know downsizing, eliminating the position, the company's just trying to get leaner, whatever it is, uh, let's talk about some of the questions that people often have and how you help them get to the answer. We, we can't give you the answer to the question on the radio, but Joel, I want you to talk us through the planning process for how you help people get to the right answer. One of those questions is, should I accept a retirement buyout offer that maybe includes a, a pretty substantial severance, or should I just take my chances and stay with the job? Yeah, and I always like to answer this question in two ways. Number one, what do you want to do? Pretend money was not an issue and you're being offered this early retirement buyout, what would you do? If money was not a factor, what would you do? Do you enjoy going to work? Do you feel like it's a big part of your life and you get up in the morning excited to go into work? Then maybe you shouldn't take the buyout offer. Um, Or are you getting tired? You feel like you've been doing that job for a long, long time and you wanna either try something else or maybe you just wanna completely retire play a lot of golf, enjoy your family, enjoy the grandkids, do traveling. If that's where your mindset is, then we should probably figure out a way that you can pull that off. So I always like to say, remove money from the equation. You get an early retirement buyout offer. Would you like to keep working or would you like to retire? Now, the second piece of this is we like to do an income analysis for you to see if you did retire today, would you be okay for the rest of your life? If you took that early retirement buyout offer, do you know that you're going to have enough money 
between possible pension, severance, social security, the saving or the income that you can generate from your 401k, are you going to have enough money to cover all your needs for the rest of your life? So part of this decision, should I take that retirement buyout offer is what do you want to do? Forget about money for a minute. What would you like to do if money was not an issue? And then the second is let's make sure that you can live for the rest of your life if you can't work anymore else. In that book I mentioned, Forced to Retire, we actually talk about do you need to go get another job? And then how some of our clients have gone to get other jobs just to supplement their retirement income. Maybe it's something they enjoy doing. If they're handy, maybe they go work for Home Depot or something like that. But you know, can you make it based on your savings? And if you want to do a different job, is it because you have to or because you want to? Another question that people often find themselves asking and, and asking you, Joel, when they're in this position of a forced retirement is, should I accept a pension buyout and receive that lump sum or keep the pension as a monthly lifetime payout? Very often in these forced retirement situations, you are presented with that option. Do you want the $453,000 lump sum or do you want to take the $2,800 a month for the rest of your life? Well, and again, in that book I wrote, there's actually a, a graphic, there's a chart of a specific client. It's a real client, a real situation where a few years back, and we'll call this guy uh, Steve, Steve had a offer when he retired to either take the pension buyout, meaning he took a lump sum and rolled it over into an IRA. Now he has control over the investments. He can manage the money the way he wants. He can change income from time to time or stick with a guaranteed pension where he didn't get a lump sum to control, but he got a payout for the rest of his life every single month. And when we did the analysis, he decided to take the buyout take that lump sum, roll it over into an IRA, and we're still managing a big chunk of that IRA today. And he's real glad that he did that. That's a question that each individual needs to answer on their own. We help people all the time figure out which one of those two choices to make. Some people love the security of that monthly payout. They don't care about the lump sum. They want to check every month guaranteed for as long as they live or for as long as uh, them and their spouse live. It's just an individual decision. You know, for instance, my wife, Wendy, she probably loves the idea of a monthly lifetime payout that's guaranteed. She doesn't care as much about the lump sum, but if I wasn't here, she would probably just love to know that that income is coming in every single month. I, however, know the power of good investment planning. Also, I love the idea of passing money on to kids and grandkids, so I would probably side on the buyout, take the lump sum of money that's back in the pension, roll it over into an IRA, and control the way it's invested. So again, an individual decision. Sometimes a couple needs to talk this through with a professional. Very, very important decision. So I can't answer it one way or the other today, John, because again, we need to walk people through a careful analysis and really gauge where their emotions are around the issues of financial security. There's a decent portion of the book that you wrote, Forced to Retire, that's dedicated to this very issue. Again, let's give away some copies of that book. The number to call 800-705-1232. That's 800-705-1232. Joel, how in-depth do you get on this pension buyout issue in the book? Well, we get pretty in-depth. Like I said, I I give an actual example of a real client. We talk about the things that you need to decide, the circumstances that would take over, um, that would sway you towards a monthly lifetime payout versus having control. So it gets pretty deep. There's, a, there's an entire chapter devoted to, uh, to the pension buyout decision. Again, if you'd like a copy of that book, if you're in that stage where 
you're being forced into retirement or you already have been forced into retirement, or maybe it's an option that's been presented to you, this book will be very valuable to you. It's yours, no cost or obligation. Just reach out and let us know you'd like to get a copy of it. 800-705-1232. That's 800-705-1232. Let us know you'd like a copy of Joel's book, Forced to Retire. Joel, another one of the questions that we often get from people who are in this stage of life is, I have the option of taking my severance as a one-time payment, or I can take a payment over several months. Which of those should I choose? So there's two answers to this question. If we were to forget about unemployment compensation, forget about your state unemployment fund, and just think about if these are the two choices you have, taking severance or taking a payout over several months, usually it's better to spread that payment out over a number of months. Most companies will give um, for every year of service, uh, they might give a month, excuse me, for every year of service, they might give a week or two of pay. So if you have 20 years of service, uh, you might get a half a year of, of severance. And if you take that in lump sum, they're going to take taxes out of that as if you made that every two weeks or so. Uh, so it's better to spread that out over a period of time. Maybe you can even put some taxes into next year if you take it at the end of one particular year. So it's almost always better to take that payout over several months. However, you need to check with your unemployment office. And sometimes the human resources people at your company can tell you whether that's going to affect unemployment. Sometimes if you take the payments, you can't collect unemployment if that was your plan until those payments stop. So you've got to kind of coordinate that with unemployment. But if unemployment doesn't matter, um, if you're going to be able to get that either way, I would spread those payments out. Joel, another question that people often ask when they're in this stage of life is, you know, should I find another job or just try to retire altogether and try to make it work? This goes back to what you were talking about at the beginning when you said, what do you want to do? And let's try to make the numbers work from there. But a lot of people, let's say they're 61. They almost feel like, well, I was planning to work till 66 or 67. So I'm really shortchanging myself if I walk away this early. But what if they actually have all the money that they need in order to create the lifestyle they want? Their plan to work till 66 or 67 wasn't actually based on any planning that they'd done. They just thought that's what they needed to do. I know you've seen that, where people are actually in better shape than they think. Yeah, we see it all the time. Many people that come to us, just because of the nature of someone who listens to this program and comes in to visit with us for that Money Map Retirement Review, are just good savers. They're good savers. They've lived below their means. And so we're sitting down with them and they're not sure exactly where they stand, but we run that income analysis for them, that future income analysis based on what they've saved and their guaranteed sources of income. They find out, hey, they're in great shape. And this is what we typically see with most, again, most prospective clients that come in. So when we're sitting with them, now it's a question of, do you want to get another job or do you want to just retire? Uh, Now, sometimes somebody says, well, I want to get another job and they try for a little while and they end up not being able to get hired somewhere else. Maybe it's because of their age, and we can talk about age discrimination, but you know it's real hard to prove that. But the bottom line is let's find out if you have to work. Let's find out if you can make it work if you've got enough money saved. So you know it's been a great discussion so far about this forced retirement, either being offered an early retirement or being forced to retire early. It's why I want you to get 
the book Forced to Retire. Like I said earlier, it's an easy 45-minute read. It covers the seven things you need to decide before you take an early retirement offer or if you've been forced to retire early or if you think you're going to be. Get the book, 1-800-705-1232. Again, 1-800-705-1232. When you call that number, you're going to hear a very brief recorded message from me. Leave your name. We'll get back to you and we'll get you out a copy of the book. Not an e-book, a real book you can hold in your hand and you can read at your leisure. So give us a buzz. Get a copy of the book. 800-705-1232 is the number. That's 800-705-1232 if you'd like your own copy of Forced to Retire. 800-705-1232. You're listening to Joel Johnson's Money Wisdom. Joel is a certified financial planner and the CEO of Johnson Brunetti, the official wealth management partner of the Yukon Huskies. Joel, let's talk a little bit about emotions and the role that they can play in retirement planning, sometimes good, sometimes bad, but more often than not, emotions are not our friend when it comes to financial planning. I know one of the emotions that can really take a toll on your portfolio is greed. How do you see greed manifesting itself when it comes to investing? Well, nobody wants to say they're greedy, but a lot of people will say, hey, I'm afraid I'm missing out. And that's really where greed comes into play here. I'm afraid I'm going to miss out. I better get in. The market's hitting all-time highs, and I didn't have all my money invested in stocks. Um, oh, my goodness, look at you know Apple stock. It's, it's gone up, and I could have owned it a year ago, and I didn't own it. Uh, this, this self-talk we have of everybody's making money, and I'm missing out, or I'm not making enough money. And inevitably, it can get clients into trouble because what they're typically doing is they're buying at the high, then the market turns on them, their funds or whatever they own start to go down. Uh, they go down enough and they sell trying to preserve what they have left. Then the market turns and starts going back up again and they buy again, fearing that they're gonna miss out. Then the market turns and it starts to go down and they sell. They keep buying high and selling low, buying high and selling low. If they keep repeating that long enough, they'll be broke. And even though you're hearing me say this and you're going, well, that's not me, that's not me. This is the typical investor, and I bet if you really examine some of the investment decisions you've made, if you're like most people, maybe you're not, but if you're like most people, there are times in your life when you've made investment decisions based on the fear of missing out. We call it greed, but it's based on the fear of missing out. Had a client just a few weeks back, or not a client, somebody had come in from this radio show, they, they wanted to become a client, and we're in the process of doing that for them. And they had done exactly that. Uh, they had looked at the funds in their 401k statement. Uh, there was uh, one fund that had done incredibly well the previous year. They put their money into that fund just in time for that fund to start doing poorly because almost all investment styles work in cycles. It's almost impossible to pick the type of investing, whether it's asset allocation, foreign stocks, uh, U.S. stocks, large companies, small companies, commodities. It's almost impossible to pick what's going to do best over the next 12 months. But if you do that based on what did the best over the last 12 months, I can almost guarantee you at some point in time, you're going to get shellacked, uh, which is a nice word of you're going to lose a ton of money. And so this fear of missing out, you've really got to watch out for it. Check your emotions. Again, as we've said so many times on this program before, your emotions and the way you behave based on those emotions is the biggest impediment to you being a successful investor. You say that greed is more often than not the fear of missing out when it comes to investing, but that's different from just 
regular old fear, not the fear of missing out, but just fear in general often is an emotion that can make you make the wrong decisions when it comes to your money. Right. And this is getting scared of the total loss of capital, Uh, feeling like you have enough to have a certain monthly income for the rest of your life in retirement, watching the account value go down and being so scared that it's going to go down to zero or it's going to keep going down that you just sell and get out and say, I'm not going back into the market. I'm just going to protect what I have. I should have been happy where I was before. I should have got out earlier. Now I'm just going to protect myself from losing any more money. It's demoralizing. Uh, It's terrible when you feel that way. Most people cannot resist the temptation of making that decision of when everything looks bad, everybody on the news saying it's different this time. Um, The world is going to hell in a handbasket. I better get out and protect my money. This is what takes over and people sell at the wrong time. That's why it's so important to have a good financial plan. Make sure if you can't do it on your own, which most people can't, you have a good financial advisor that's protecting a good chunk of your money so that you can't lose all your money in a down market. So the amount that goes down has already been the, – the amount of risk that you're taking has already been carefully analyzed so that we or whoever you're working with know exactly what you can take from an emotional standpoint so you're not tempted to sell out of fear. And if you're working with the right financial advisor, they're going to help you stick to the plan regardless. That's what they really get paid for. I was talking to somebody the other day, Joel, who was retiring next month, and he was talking about how excited he is to be wrapping up the working career. And I said, well, do you have everything figured out in terms of retirement income and all those T's crossed and I's dotted? And he said, yeah, yeah, I hope so. I've been been working on it for a while, so I hope I've got everything taken care of. Well, guess what? Hope is not a plan, and hope is another emotion that doesn't work in our favor when it comes to financial planning. Yeah, hope is not a strategy, I like to say. You know, somebody who doesn't have a plan and was just hoping they'd have enough to retire, what if a nursing home comes along? What if the market goes down? What if something happens personally in their lives, whether it's with a spouse, with kids, with grandkids that they didn't count on? You've got to have a financial plan. You've got to have a plan that not only lists out what rate of return you need on your money to meet all your goals. It sets aside reserve accounts for the nursing home situation or for children or grandchildren's emergencies. It has the right insurance. You've got to have the right insurance in place, whether, again, that's nursing home insurance, homeowners, auto, um, some type of insurance uh, that might be life insurance to protect against you losing income at the first death between you and your spouse. You've got to have a full financial plan. Greed, fear, and hope, the three things that we've talked about that are emotions that will affect your retirement planning. And nobody likes to admit they're greedy. Nobody likes to admit they're fearful. Nobody likes to say they're just relying on hope, but the reality is all of us, I think if we're honest, certainly myself, to one degree or another, from time to time we make decisions based on these emotions. Those emotions might might not be overwhelming, but they're an influence on what we're doing. Great show thus far. I want to offer you the chance to get your own map, your money map. We put your entire life on one page. I want to get this into your hands. Again, if you're one of the first 10 callers to call that 800 number, we have 1-800-705-1232. Absolutely free, no obligation. We'll give you a money map. How does that apply to you? First of all, it gives you an income analysis to make sure you've got enough money to last for the rest of your life. One of the most crippling things in retirement is not knowing you're going to be okay. Think of the peace of mind you'll have 
knowing you're going to be okay in retirement. And if you're already in retirement, think of the peace of mind you'll have knowing that you're on the right track. The money map, that income analysis, the stress test on your portfolio, it's all yours, no obligation. Come on in and visit with us and get your own personal money map. Again, no obligation. You can do what you want with it, implement it on your own, go back to your financial advisor. That's okay. We want to help you. You'll be pleased you came in. Call one 800 705 You can also text. Just text your first and last name to one 800 705-1232. Take advantage. Get your own personal, custom, unique money map. 800-705-1232 is the number to call or text. If you text, just be sure to include your first and last name. 800-705-1232. That's 800-705-1232. That's all we have time for on this week's edition of Money Wisdom for Joel Johnson and everybody else at Johnson Brunetti. Hope you have a great week. We'll talk with you again soon. Investment advisory services offered through JB Capital LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents in all appropriate jurisdictions.